Episode 26, um, this is Big Mizza, it's, wait, what was I saying, podcast, um, it's episode 26 and I'm flying solo finally, like I feel like for so many episodes, you know, y'all were able to hear how I interact with my friends, <clears throat> excuse me, my friends, my mother, because my mother's on episode 18, um, like everyone and then black Philly creatives here in Philadelphia. Like I'm going to name this episode. I'm not here to tussle only because I feel as though everyone always look at me and they like see my stature and like everything. And I know I'm like talking to y'all right now and you're like, we don't even know what you look like. No, if you look at my Instagram, I'm also featured on um, RB who's my mentor in this podcast shit, who, like, really took me under his wing when he was taking a break from podcasting. You know what I'm saying? I'm on RB's show, um, Let's Keep It 100 podcast. That was so much fun. And I had so, like, such a good time walking into a space, and I didn't need to have everything planned out. Like, he literally was like, pull up, come, talk. You know, you can literally be me. Like, you can be me. Like, how I'll be on the show. Because everybody loves RB, but everybody does not know that RB actually has his own show. Like, and I always say it. And I give him his flowers. RB is fucking back. Let's keep it 100 podcasts. What the fuck? And, and that's why, you know, I, I, I met RB after my first episode. My first episode dropped July 23rd of 2021 um I actually wasn't even on social media a lot before I decided to dive into podcasting um I found like one of my old journals I got a bunch of journals I also draw I played the violin I played volleyball I never played basketball in my life that's why I think it's funny when everybody always bring up my height I am 5'9", and I love to wear heels because, you know, what women don't, don't like heels or like getting dressed up. But anyway, um, it's like, yeah, like I'm playing Jane, and like my whole goal was to basically be the voice for like women and younger women who like just were like me, you know? When I was younger, I always was, like, so quiet and so timid and never spoke up for myself. So, like, now as a grown as a grown woman, I say what I want to say, you know? Funny thing is, okay, little antidote. Uh, funny thing is, um, when I was 19, that's when it slapped me in the face, reality, to, like, really speak up for myself. Because the guy I was dating when I was 19, um, college years... And, like, we, I went through his phone. Look, I went through, that's the last time I went through a man's phone when I was 19. I'm 31 now. I learned my lesson. Because, like, when you go looking, when you go looking, yeah, 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 yeah. You're going to swallow your heart, and then you're going to feel like you want to shit bricks. But anyway, um, like, me and him had a conversation, like, after, like, I, after I saw, like, all the text messages and saw I wasn't the only, like, girl and everything. And he was like, 
Mia, like, you can't blame me for, like, you know, doing or moving the way I was moving because you never see it exactly how you felt about me. And, like, it's like, shit, like, I didn't. I was so gung-ho on trying to, like, make sure that, like, he was okay and that um, he was satisfied that, whereas it was like, I, I forgot what I wanted. You know, and a lot of times I feel like people can make you feel guilty for setting boundaries or having certain standards. That's why even with this whole city girls talk and paying for dates and splitting rent, I'm just always lost in the sauce. I'm always lost in the sauce. Always, 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 always. Um, I had my daughter when I was 21. So it was like I was like struggling. My daughter dad was struggling. He's actually an ex-athlete like his hoop dreams fell through because he got like hurt and I don't like whoever's listening I don't know if you're like an ex-athlete or like you know you're the wife of an athlete possibly maybe or like you know you've dealt someone in that realm like I feel like best okay we'll point out the obvious I feel like basketball players and NFL players or just no I don't even want to I don't even want to pull it down to that minute type of way. So any athlete, if when you're born and like your parent can see a certain skill in you, they're going to want you to go for it. So like you're conditioned to only know this thing and like only want this because that's what you wanted like your whole life. And so like when he got like fucked up, you know, I feel like that took like a real big blow to you know his mental his ego and just overall he probably felt felt like a failure and like even in between like conversations I would be like you know like try to check in like what can I do to like you know make it better and I felt like he like lost the love of his life even though I was the love of his life it's like how can I help this person if you're grieving and I'm trying to help you through this and you're not allowing me to help you so I did all I can do. So the only thing I can do is bow out gracefully. But even before wanting to do that, I really kept it to the point of like, yo, we have a daughter. I know you're grieving, but we have a daughter. We have a daughter coming. We have a daughter coming. Like, you got to make, you you need to have a plan B. Like, the the men I was raised around, because my father's still in my life, um, our relationship, we're getting it back on track, I feel like. Um my mother and father so i have two on my dad's side is five of us but on my mom's side is three so yeah like me and my two brothers or whatever like i feel like we're like i don't know we're just like three peas in a pod like but i felt like distant and you know was wild i I was honest the other day. Well, I was honest today, actually. I told my mom, I was like, I'm losing weight because she was like, you're getting so skinny. Like, you're not thick anymore. Da, da, da. I'm like, actually, I'm the size I was before I had your grandchild, ma'am. And you were not calling me skinny then. So what's tea? What's really tea, mamacita? Like, I don't get it. What's really tea? What's tea? Um, but it's like, sometimes you can get, look, wait, what was I saying? It's like, sometimes you can get so caught up in just life and just everyone around you and just the thick of it. 
So push come to shove, long story short, I left my daughter's father when she was six months. Um, it's just, it, and that's why, like, I dumped them. I only dumped one person. I only left one person, my daughter's father. And that was, like, the hardest thing I ever had to do because I was in love. This the person, like, you like, oh, my God, I'm going to spend my life with this person. And we're going to be married. And we're so happy. And it's like, I just couldn't bring him out of, you know, that depression of, you know, seeing his dream slip through his fingers and everything. Like, because we was, like, working on, like, moving to Florida so we can play ball down there. Like, we were literally going through, like, the motions. And then to get back from said organization, like, oh, like, after all, we not going to bring you on. Da, 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 da. Like, that's a that's heartbreak. It's heartbreak. It's heartbreak. And if you never experienced heartbreak, it's like, it hits you like a ton of bricks. But, yeah, I had to go because I had a child to raise. Like, I could not carry the weight of his mental trying to keep my mental in order and also to at the same time be like a new mom and like I don't know I just feel like this I'm sorry y'all if I'm getting like super deep because I know I'm like super like jovial and just like turned up but like as of late I don't know because yesterday the moon was the full moon in Leo and I'm a Leo my birthday is August 3rd I have a oh an Aquarius rising and a Capricorn moon. Um, but yeah, like I'm just here to like just lay the foundation a little bit just so y'all can get to know me a little bit. Cause I know people refer to me like Big Mizza, Mia, um, Charlie Bob, and on Twitter way, way back when in 2009, I used to be Bite Me Sucker. And I could never get that screening back when I did leave social media. But um, just to jump back, like, you know, it was fucking hard as shit, like, leaving the love of my life, basically. Because I thought I had my life planned out. I said, all right, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be going to school. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Why he doing his ball thing? Like, we're going to have our baby and our family. And then it's like, no. Life slaps you in the fucking face and no one prepares you for it. And it's just like, I'm out here riding the wave. So now that 31 years of age... <clears throat> I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. Like, the nice weather got me fucked up because I suffer from, I have asthma and I have allergies. So, like, when I go outside and with the weather shift, you're going to hear it in my voice, in my nasal cavity, all of that as well. And I know, like, the vegans are like, bitch, go vegan, cut out cheese and uh, dairy and all of that. And it's like, I try to cut back on it, but I can't cut it out completely. I'm sorry. Sue me. Uh, little guilty pleasure, maybe. <laughs> the fucking glitter but um yeah like it's okay and I feel like now like the only reason I felt as though I should have this episode whereas though like I talk a little bit and go a little deeper with myself because I have so many people DM and DM me or like send me like text like oh I didn't even know that about you and it's like but I say these things all the time I'm an open book to everyone and then a lot of times I'm like, damn, is being an open book like a little bit of taboo? Like, should I not be this honest? What is it giving? But other than that, I normally be like, you know what? Fuck it. But yeah, episode 26, I'm not here to tussle once again. We're not here to tussle. 
But um, what's been going on on new? Love day has passed. Um, my Valentine's Day was meh. I didn't do anything. I just worked. I worked out, ate, and just you know went through. And now we're here. It's Thursday night, and episode will be dropping tomorrow on Friday, bitches. But um, yeah, I just been chilling, and the Rams won the Super Bowl. I saw that. Just like on the other episodes, I said that I liked Von Miller. And then RB was like, you like ugly niggas? No, Von Miller's not an ugly nigga. Like, you got to look at him as, like, a whole. Like, I don't I don't know. But I can't even go into, like, how much attractive he is. Because, actually, I've been going on dates. And I like somebody. He likes me, too. So, it's like, mm. yeah. Um, and he's probably going to hear this, which is, like, funny. But... Yeah, like, that's how my love day was. Like, it was real chill, nothing crazy. Me, Ken, and Court did not go out, but I am going to take them bitches out. But that's because we all have a lot going on in our lives, and we're just rolling with the motions. Um, let's go on a lighter note. Um, Philly welcomes the beard. Fucking James Harden is here in Philadelphia, and I saw, like, tweets and shit. <coughs> oh, my asthma. I saw, like, tweets. They were like, oh my God, niggas about to lose their girls and shit because James Harden is here and everything. And it's like, James Harden is going to try to find the baddest of baddest and just probably who just makes him feel immaculate. I don't know. But men, y'all are um, visual creatures. So at the same time, too, he's probably going to be looking for the baddest of the baddest. Um, I won't be out there because look, I like my person and he likes me. You know, I date inside of my tax brackets. You know, like yeah, but that was annoying as fuck. I don't even know why I just did that. I'm drinking rose. I'm drinking dark horse rose. That's not even a sponsorship. Ice me out, dark horse, because I love your cabernet sauvignon and your merlot. If you're a wine drinker, get with your girl. I mean, I don't like Moscato. Because if you sitting here listening, it's like, I wonder if she like Moscato. That shit's too sweet. I'm not a big sweets person. I like regular food. Like, I'm cool. I'm cool. I mean, I do like desserts, but I'm not like a super sweet queen. But anyway, and I know y'all too. Like, this bitch is like just hopping around from topic to topic. But yeah, James Harden is here in Philadelphia. And I feel like Philly is really hype about it. But trying to make it seem like they not hype about it. Like, we got fucking James Harden. Like, I was hype as shit when I heard it. Like, oh shit, what the fuck? Open up the strip clubs. James Harden is coming. Sin City. Um, 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 Lou Turks over there near the airport. And who else? Um, what's the old oh, Bucks, Rack City and shit? Like, James Harden probably going to be in here throwing them bands, making it rain glitter. Probably going to pay somebody fucking rent or something. Not mad at it. Girls, get y'all bread. What Missy say? Girl, girl, get that cash. Some, some, some shaking ass. Ain't no things like you do your thing. Just, just know, just let them know you ahead of the game. Some shit. I don't know. Shout out to Missy though. She got bops. But also too, speaking of like Philadelphia and James Harden coming here. Quinta fucking Brunson. She's doing her fucking thing. Abbott Elementary is so fucking refreshing. 
when I watch the episodes and I watch it on Hulu without the commercials, so I'm getting like all of the minutes. I'm getting everything. I'm literally getting all of it. I want more. I always find myself wanting more. And that's what you're supposed to get from the writer of a TV show. Like you want to have like more. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Like I'm talking, I'm sitting at my dining room table and my daughter's walking in. It's like, I need this. I, uh, uh, uh. But anyway, Abbott Elementary um, is such an amazing show. It's so fucking good. And this past episode, this past episode, um, she brought them Danny Wok's chicken. And they was like, she wouldn't know, but she used the Danny Wok's chicken as like leverage. What was hilarious. Like, because Danny Wok's, yeah, they do their thing. That don't be walking. If you have like a baby shower or like a last minute like linkage or like party, you got to hit up Danny Wok's. But no, Blue Bay do give them a run for their money. That's the chicken I got for RB birthday. That one episode, RB just was like, he, he was like, I like the simple things. Like, I'm a simple nigga. And it's like, all right, RB, cool. We'll get you some chicken, a cake, some henny, bow. And was happy. And that's how I be trying to tell, like, bitches. But, oh, I got to stop saying it. Anyway, we'll touch back on that. And I'm going to stop saying bitches. I'm sorry, mother and father. But um, Quinta is doing her thing with Abbott Elementary. And, like, it's so refreshing. It's so refreshing. Like, it's TV that I'm literally watching on ABC and I'm relating to as a 31-year-old woman, I never thought that I would ever see today. And just to see that she goes from just one little clip with a, oh, my God, a lorange, a lorange. <laughs> you got money. <laughs> I know you're like, Mia, you so annoying, but. That was, that's what it was given, but shout out to Quinta, and she's actually, she was, who's that girl for um, episode 25, I'm gonna have a new segment every episode with who's that girl, so I'll just, once again, just piggyback off that, and that, 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 that's just how, like, we're gonna take it away with that, but um, also, too, I feel like I'm in like a good space because I've been getting poured into not even just on like a financial level, but more so on like a spiritual level and like emotional. And the funny thing is like, yes, I'm doing this whole episode by myself producing it. Y'all heard my daughter like cut in to get something like out of the living room because I'm sitting in the dining room. And then too, actually too, I just got a FaceTime call from my friend. That's going to be my man. Like, I don't know. Like, I like being able to be myself like around like people. Cause I'm always I'm don't get me wrong I'm always myself around everyone but a lot of times I do feel like in some rooms and some situations I do water myself down and then I'll like see like my guys shout out to my guys from One Fr they just did the live show with the realest podcast ever shout out to them and they fucking dubbed them off of the Roots Picnic joint. Y'all bringing all these people outside of Philly and didn't put the biggest fucking Philly podcast on the fucking um, Roots Picnic thing. Like, what's going on? What's really good? Like, the realest podcast ever. Like, them niggas, ugh. 
they're really doing their thing. Like I just love seeing black creatives in Philadelphia really win because we don't have we don't have a lot of people out of Philly who done did their thing. When people hear Philly, they think about Eve. First of all, they think about Will Smith. They think about Eve. They think about state prop and all that. But even with state prop, they attach that to Jay-Z. And Jay-Z is attached to Rock Nation and all of that. It's just like it gets lost in the sauce. And Philly really got the sauce when you think about it. We get compared to New York so much, but we're our own entity. Like even when niggas be dogging the bitches here. I'm I'm sorry again, mother and father. I'm sorry. Even when men dog the women from our city and be like, we're too hard and all that. Duh, 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 duh. No, I've been to New York and no, no shade to my girls in New York, but y'all bitches is hard as fuck. Y'all like hard as nails, like y'all hard as nails. I have a few girlfriends from New York and like, we'll be talking about situations with guys and it's something where I'm like, oh, like, no girl, like you should forgive him. Da, 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 you should do this. You should say this. She's like, nah, nah, be nah, me, me, nah, me, nah, me. Like I love like my new New York girlfriends or whatever, but like they real tough. And it's like, I hate when people from Philly be like, you can't meet the one in Philly. And it's like, did you look though? Like we not this city of brotherly love for no reason. And then another thing too, and I know I see it on a couple other episodes, y'all with this dick eating word, like, don't get me wrong. I love to be like, you dick eating. Like just as like a little, you know, a little Joe, a little Kiki, but it's like, y'all done took it. Where's though now like dick eating and support y'all like really meshing it all together. Like, my whole thing is you can support people you don't know. You can support shit you like. You've sat in front of a TV since you was a young boy. You done listened to Walkman. You listen to the radio. And you dick eat them songs. When fucking party songs come on the radio, don't you hit the Wu-Tang or the D-Mac and all that back in the day. All right, you was dick eating. All right, relax. Relax. It's okay. Relax. But... I'm just trying to bring back, like, the culture of Philadelphia. Like, remember Urban Expressions? Kim, Kim reminded me about that because Kim was like, she was going to do some shit with Urban Expressions. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I remember, like, the party videos and they would be, like, at the little teenage clubs and all that. Like, I wouldn't be out because a lot of y'all was out at Shampoo in that phone, backing it up, throwing it back, wop, 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 bop, bop. And I was home getting the tape to my, you know, Cause you know, Big Mister always kept a little boyfriend or whatever. I'm very monogamous. That's what I will say. Like I'm a monogamous dater and I'm a monogamous woman. Like if I'm like dating somebody or talking to them, it's just them. You're all I see. Like that's all. That's all. I can only give you my attention. But um, besides like James Harden coming to Philly. Shout out to Quinta. From Philly, doing her thing with Abbott Elementary and me getting poured into and like love day and stuff. I hope everyone had like a good Valentine's Day. I wasn't able to spend it with who I wanted to because he was working. And I was working too. So it was like, oh my God, like we're both making money. And like we talked all our day anyway. And like we had like a little date on FaceTime. It was fun. I don't know. To me, I don't know. Since like February 4th to me, every day been Valentine's Day to me. I don't know. I never really made a big deal about Valentine's Day or really care because actually my uncle was actually murdered on Valentine's Day. And that shit was like in the newspaper and all of that. So like I literally just try to like push the date like out of my head. Like I know it exists, but I'd be like, oh, like, oh, my God, like this. OK, it's just another day to me. But 
Yeah. I mean, hopefully soon, like in the future, like I'll have a different point of view on Valentine's Day. We'll check in with each other for 2023 because I'm going to be here still, period. But, um, yeah, like, I like the person I'm dating right now because I feel like he see me for me. Like, it don't be anything superficial. Like, I went on a couple dates with niggas, and they calling me Big Mizzle the whole night, and it's like, what? Like, we not out partying, drinking, turning up. Like, nigga, right now, I am being soft. I am being, like, demure. I am being Mia. <clears throat> and then, like, you have some people who be like, yeah, like, I literally slid in your DMs because I listened to your show, and do-do-do-do-do. And it's like, ooh. You you weird, bro. But I don't know. I feel like people don't get a chance to like really get to know the person like that they're dealing with. And that's another thing too I can say to my advantage to the person like that I am dating. Like we've been knew each other since we was like kids. Like I've been like liked him. And you know, things happen, things go through life. Like for example, like I'm a single mom. He doesn't have any children. He doesn't have any baggage. And it's like, all right, this is actually, honestly, I'm not throwing no shade, but this is actually to the women in Philly who be like, ain't no niggas, ain't no niggas. I got a whole child, and I begged a nigga without a child, with no issues. And y'all can even be like, oh, well, it's because you knew him, but still he would have still existed in the world. You know what I'm saying? And we had conversations about him and, like, his exes and stuff because I feel as though you need to have those uncomfortable conversations so you can actually know how to handle that person and how to treat them and you know what triggers them and just what's not all around cool because you would want, <clears throat> you know, who you talking to to figure out those things about you as well because I'm super open. Like, Half the time, if I ask somebody a question, it's because I know more than likely they can flip the question back to me and ask it to me. And I know I'm going to answer it like honestly and wholeheartedly. So it's like, don't try to like dish out things that you know that you're not going to be comfortable with talking about or really divulging into really. And then too, like. A lot of times, so I know, like, people listen, like, oh, well, Mia sound like she got together. Big Mizza sound like the one, like a catch, like, this, this, this. And probably, like, thinking, like, oh, well, what happened with her and her ex? I got dumped. I say it all the time. And I know people probably think I be capping. Yes, it happens. I took an L. It's it's a thing. But I took that L, but I feel like as thir at 31, like, I have a W. I'm winning. I'm happy. I'm satisfied. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, Mm. Yeah, I got done, but that'll be for another episode. Like, that'll be for another episode. Like, I just feel like we both were young, and you know, my ex, he didn't have any children or anything. You know, I had my daughter and all of that. Like, it's a lot to ask of a person to come into a situation, number one, like with a child, basically. Like, I'm just, I'm gonna just, you know, I'm gonna just pull the band aid off. Because honestly, after I had my daughter and then I left my daughter's dad, I really thought like, oh my God, no one's going to want me or want to date me. Like, I'm done. I'm damaged goods. Like how Kevin Seymour sit up there and say that shit to black women like every time they call in. And I know like on other episodes, I'm like, oh, well, I I do get what Kevin Seymour's be saying. Like, I, excuse me. Oh, why do I got the hiccups? Wow. Let me take a sip of rosé. But no, Kevin Samuels, I feel like just be going like super in. Like, 
I don't know what happened to him or like who hurt his feelings, but I feel like that's why he speaks to women the way that he does because he's just like, fuck it. Like I've been hurt by women and all of that. Cause he'd been divorced a few times and shit too. I don't know his relationship with his mother or other women like in his life, but I do know he's divorced, <clears throat> but that's on that. But anyway, back to me about my dating life and just y'all catching up with me. But I feel like, yeah, I just needed to take a break. Like last week, I did not record. Nothing was wrong. It's the fact that my daughter was doing virtual and then she had to go back to school. She goes to a boarding school and like, you know, I only have one child. Like, that's my baby. And like, you know, the separation anxiety like kicked in on hyperdrive on my end and her end. And I feel like I just needed to shut down and like really just try to like get back in tune and leveled out with myself as well. Just like in the meantime. And I just want that for everybody. I just literally want peace and health and wealth for like everybody who's surrounded by me and everybody who come in contact with me. Like I know a lot of my friends and family too. Like I fucking listen to Mia's show and I be calling her and she don't even answer. It'd be some days I'd be so drained, like from my nine to five and how I get talked to every day and got to take it. Whereas though I don't, I don't want to talk to anyone or hear anything negative because as soon as I hear anything or like you say any little thing to me is like a, a like a, a a hairline crack that just sets it off and then I shatter into pieces so either I'm gonna be yelling or I'm gonna be crying or it's just gonna come crashing down in one way or another and I don't know why but I'm working through it that's why I like go to therapy and stuff and actually too I need to find a new therapist um if anyone has any therapist out there that is good with like anxiety depression childhood trauma actually my other therapist she told me that my next step in therapy is to find a childhood trauma therapist to basically talk about you know what bothers me the most and I feel like too a lot of times that's why I am loud and boisterous and all that because I'm the baby out of my brothers and stuff and I'm like the the youngest out of my cousins before my other little cousins and I felt like I never was, like, hurt, like, so that's why I feel like, too, like, me being big as a look, I'm always, like, yelling. I know, like, on a lot of episodes, too, y'all hear me yell, but I normally start yelling, too, like, when we get, like, lit and, like, I don't have, like, some tequila, like, tonight I'm drinking wine, I'm drinking rosé, dark horse rosé, so good. I think it was, like, $12. I think it was like 12 or 13 dollars. I don't know. Not nothing too crazy. It's not a $20 bottle. I wasn't trying to be that fucked up, but it is 13%. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel really good. I feel optimistic. We're in a new year. We're in February. Love day passed. Um, I'm just super excited for my daughter and my mom's birthday because my mom's turning the big six zero. I know she's probably like, bitch, what the fuck? And she was like, Mia, why would you say, why would I say, bitch, what the fuck? But anyway, I'm saying how I would say it, because I would be like, bitch, what the fuck? Why are you saying my age? Da, da, da. But anyway, that's a big, like, milestone. But then my daughter is turning 10 as well. She's turning a fucking decade. And you know what I thought? I was looking at her like, yo, I really raised another human being for a decade without fucking them up. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But I'm proud of myself. Like, I give myself a pat on the back for that. And my daughter's so well-rounded. Like, she even be getting me together. And I don't post her a lot. And I don't 
talk about her a lot to people because I hold my daughter so close to me. Like, she is, like, the rarest of rare. So it's, like, when people meet her or, like, you know, even with, like, newfound friends or anything and I introduce them to her, I, her opinion, like, is, like, top, 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 top dog because she going to keep it funky because, number one, she's a nine-year-old. She don't have no cares, no worries. <laughs> so she going to tell her, like, how it is. Like, yeah, no, I was not feeling that. That was, like, yeah, no. So, like, yeah, but... I hope everyone else, too, is, like, having, like, a good year so far. Um, we out here just making shit shake. Video is coming soon. I finally found a new studio. Um, the only reason I came back to recording back at home at my dining room table is because, you know, they were saying the COVID numbers were going up and everything. And my daughter had the flu before, before COVID even started. That's, she has asthma, as I said before. She had the flu before, and then it turned into pneumonia, so... Like, when COVID came about, like, I'm super weird about it because I didn't seen her on her last last breath, basically. So, it was like, yeah, no. No, no, no. I wasn't playing those games. I had to, like, come back to home base. Shout out to Home Team Network and Reese, a.k.a. Benjamin Button, hit ass nigga. Shout out to Reese, though, for really believing in me, too. That's why I'm producing tonight's episode. And that's why you don't hear him, like, laughing in the background or nobody else. Like, I'm really here by myself. It's so intimate. Uh, that's why this episode is called I'm not here to tussle like I'm not here to fight I'm really not here to fight I don't have no fight I mean I don't have any fight in me that's towards anything that's going to deplete me of my energy now if it's like the fight that I have to roar up in me to like get to a goal or something I want to accomplish I'm down with that but all that other shit all that other rah 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 I really don't care I don't care mm mm I don't I don't really care. I don't. But yeah, if it's about positivity, uplifting, uplift uplifting anyone in this podcast culture, um, in fucking life, your friends, your cohort, whatever. It's just it should be all about uplifting because I feel like the way that this the 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 I don't even know what the words I'm looking for is the rose against me. I'm talking the 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 anyway. <laughs> um the way that the world is like set up right now is getting like scary. So like the only thing I wanna do right now is to offer love because I feel like everybody is just trying to win a rat race and like get to their end and really get to like their goal. You know, even with myself too. Like I have everyday struggles. People be DMing me and be like, oh, my God, you're so happy. Or some people DM me, like, my videos when I'm, like, dancing or something, when I'm in, like, a good mood. And they be like, oh, my God, you lifted my spirits. That shit make me feel good because it's like, oh, shit. Like, I turned on some music and started dancing and lift my spirits, and I lifted someone else's spirits. So I'm not alone. Like, damn, they was feeling like a little ways, too, today. So I've been trying to be a little more soft. That's what I did take away from fucking Kevin Samuels. You know, tapping back into my femininity. But I feel like a lot of times, too, it depends on, like, who you dating. That's why, like, I was gushing over the person I was dating. Like, I feel like I didn't have to be defensive. I don't have to yell. I don't have to argue. Like, I don't know. It just feels good to, like, I don't know, just be you. And, like, hmm, I don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> but, anyway, um, the Tinder Swindler. 
I just watched that. I seen everybody talking about it on Twitter. I saw like the memes and stuff, but I didn't really know like the background behind it. But my that that nigga, my guy was out here getting those bands from these bitches. He said, "Baby, I love you, baby. I love you, baby. Just get the loan, baby." <laughs> Let <laughs> said, just get the loan, baby. I love you. And she cashed out for fifty thousand with no dick. You ain't even you ain't even feel the dick, and you like cashing them out for fifty thousand off your credit. You're wild. But I ain't even mad at him. Like he got game though. That was like some shit. Where is it? Like I was watching that John. Like what the fuck? Like and he looked regular as shit. Like he looked super regular. And it's like, how you get swindled by, like, this regular-ass nigga? But, I mean, no, I'm not saying it that way because I sound really, really vain. I'm just saying because he's, like, small. Like, I'm comparing him to the men I date. Like, for example, I'll compare him to the person I'm dating right now. Like, the person I'm dating right now is tall, dark, and handsome, period. And, like, is in shape or whatever. And it's like, you got, like, this little man who, like, on jets and shit, or whatever, he just keep calling you baby and saying he love you and all of that. But the whole thing is bitches get caught up in the the outside, like the surface level. And whole time he playing you. He was getting money from the one chick. He was getting fifty thousand from the one chick just to take the other chick to Mykonos and take the other one in there and take And y'all all just was dumb because y'all all believed him. He just had to give a gab and you can't be mad at him. Cause that man went. They they actually found him. He was broke for a little minute. If you go like throughout it, watch it on Netflix. It's really really good. I'm gonna actually rewatch it with my boo. Cause I was telling him about it, but we gotta rewatch it together. And I'm gonna rewatch Kanye's genius with him too. Cause Kanye's shit was so good. I'm gonna get into that too. But like it's like <clears throat> you have him, you know, borrowing money from this one, that one, that one. None of these women never stopped to ask, "What do you do?" How do you attain this money? Like, if I'm, if I'm saying I'm in love with somebody and I want to build a life with them, and you just randomly got all this bread, we on jets and shit, but I don't know how you're getting it, I'm not going to feel comfortable with that because um, I, am, I have a child, so I, I, I can't go to jail because if I go to jail, yeah, my mom is still here and she'll take care of my daughter, but I need to be here for my kids. So it's like, yeah, if you're doing some slimy, sneaky shit, I don't want to be a part of it. I work a nine to five to like get my money and like, you know what I'm saying? And like, if my little brand and what I do take off and I get like little sponsorships from brands and stuff, that's another thing. But my money is like legal basically because I don't, I don't have room forever to fuck up and like get booked over some shit. Like, no, I'm cool. So I feel like at the same time, y'all can blame him for like finessing you, but you didn't ask enough questions. And it's just round about back to me talking about like far as when date and no one's getting to know the other person. You want to be so quick to jump to like, oh, I don't like you. You're this fucked up person. You did this. Did you know that person triggers? Did you know what hurt them previously before? Did you know how to handle them like prior? And granted, we not going to know really how to handle like any person when we like first start talking to them. But it takes you talking to them to figure out how they want to be handled and how you should go about handling them. Like um tonight too, oh, me and my mom, we had went to dinner and I see some fly shit like that too. I was like, oh yeah, like, you know, like that happened because like, because of that. 
And like she gave me like a high five, like, oh my God, my daughter, like she be listening. She, I'm like, girl, I be listening. I listen, you know, because my parents were together for a very long time. They were common law married. They were together, I think, over 12 or murder, 12 years. No, I don't know how old I was. I don't know when they like separated, but they were together for a very long time. My mama be on an episode of my show and she could break that shit down to y'all, whatever. So I'm not going to get too deep into that. But my parents loved each other. Like, I'm a love baby. That's why I show love. Because two people who loved each other had me. And um, it just goes back to saying, like, you really do need to, like, talk. Just talk and, and listen. And if you really like that person, just, like, really get to know, like, every little inch. Like, and that's my main thing. Like, I'm so open. A lot of times I can find myself getting annoyed when I have, like, platonic friends and, like, friends I want to go to another level that are not open with me because it's, like, oh, well, I'm giving you this. Like, I feel as though, like, you should give it back. But at the same time, shout out to fucking Deke. <clears throat> shout out to Deke from, um, for his part. I'm lit right now. I'm sorry, Deke. Deke Shabazz from Thought You Should Know podcast on YouTube. Look at me fucked up. Shout out to Deke. Um, I love his show because he really get me to like thinking about situations like I be going through. Like I listen to all my fellow like podcasts. Everybody here in Philly would if you from Philly and you got podcasts, I want to listen to it. I want to hear it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because we're funny as fuck. That's number one. We be funny for no we be funny when we not even trying to be funny when we're talking about the struggle or just talking about something in particular. But something really stuck with me whereas though he like um you know you allow what you want to allow and you allow, you know, energy and other things that you want around yourself. <clears throat> basically, because I'm talking like in circles because of the rosé, but basically you have to surround yourself about around things that you know how you want to be. You have to have yourself open too to other channels. You have to be welcoming. You have to be warm. Like, And I'm learning that. I wasn't always that way. Um, again, shout out to 1FR. When they came on episode 11, Black told me, he was like, you act like, to me, it seemed like you don't even like people. I'm like, oh shit, it do? Because I love people. Every job I had is working with the public and people got to see me in my face and I got to talk to them face to face. Like, So it's like, damn, but it's like, no, at the same time, is what you present to people. I have not always been, like, smiley and open and jovial and da-da-da-da. And it's like, why wouldn't you want to be that way? Like, you a black woman. Like, you're not struggling. Da-da-da-da. Sometimes things do get hard, whereas, though, you feel like sometimes you can't smile. But you always have to smile about... You always have something to smile about because you're breathing. There's breath in your body. If you woke up today, you have a reason to smile. You literally have a reason to smile. So I'm I'm learning that. And it's really <clears throat> it's really just about me being honest with myself. I always say all the time, like how I don't like things sugarcoated or anything, but I've been sugaring shit up for myself. I've been I've been I've been I've been sugaring it up and I don't like that. I had to actually check myself, like, girl, this is not it. Like, this ain't it at all. Like, you're 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 not yourself. And to even be able to have that honest conversation with yourself is deep. That's how I know I hit another pinnacle in my life. 
you know, I don't have time to be like angry at everything. Like, I'm not. I'm gonna be super honest tonight. Like, me and my mom, we had a tough conversation tonight. And but at the end of the day, she left here, and you know, I love my mother. You only get one mother, and it's like you have to have tough conversations. You have to have these certain conversations. Whereas though, <clears throat> it's not always gonna be fucking shits and giggles and my sprinkles. Like, it's gonna be uncomfortable a little bit, you know? But it's okay. Speaking of fucking uncomfortable, shout out to fucking Euphoria and fucking Cat. What's her name? Cassie. Cassie, how she did Maddie on that show. She wow. If y'all watch Euphoria, she's wow. But we'll get into that. We'll get into that another time. But I'm just so happy that y'all like rocked with me for this long with like out video and all of this. And if y'all want to see me, as I said again, RB's back with his show. RB has always been on YouTube. RB has always had visuals. His show was called Let's Keep It 100 Podcast. I always post it. I'm going to make a post actually on the podcast page for it because my guy is back. Like I could not wait. Like, and that's why I wanted him on my show every week because I wanted that spark. It's like, you know, when your fucking car break down, you got to get the plugs on. You got to like scratch it together. Like, Get that little spark. It's like, RB, come on the show. Come on the show, RB. Come on my show. He coming like, dog, dog, man, this shit. I miss this shit. I'm like, yes, RB. Come back, RB. You're back, RB. You're back, RB. You're back. But shout out to RB and Let's Keep It 100 podcast. Um, Shout out to Deke with Thoughts You Should Know podcast. Um, shout out to fucking 1FR podcast as well. And shout out to fucking the realest podcast ever. Like, I feel like Philly is really showing up and like, we have something to say. We have something to say. We have a lot to say and it's going to be said and it's going to get done. What? I'm all right. I'm, you know, I'm going to run it down a little bit and I'm actually... This episode going to be a little shorter because I need to tend to my child. Because as I see it again, I'm flying solo. And, yeah, your food is right there. Your Impossible Burger and, yeah, some water. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to say anything to anybody? You want to say something? Oh, my God, um, what? Uh, <laughs> That's all you going to say? No. What do you want to say? I want to say if you guys want to follow my mom on Spotify, you should oh. follow her on Spotify and everything because she's really good. And you should listen to her. Oh, come on now. Come on now, shameless plug. Thank you, baby. But um, that's just like how I do it for, you know, my little baby girl. But this episode was so calm and so cool. And I had a rough, I had like a rough day. But my girlfriend, Lean, the one who's a doula, I shouted her out on episode 25, doula the wise way. Um, Lean being Alina Wise. Um, she told me, cause I told her I didn't record last week because, um, I didn't feel happy. I didn't feel fulfilled. I didn't feel like I could talk to y'all. So it's like, I'm not about to sit in front of this mic and fake. Cause if I sit here and talk and be on some fake shit, y'all be like, ew, that don't sound like her any other day. Like she do not sound like herself at all. Like Y'all would be able to, like, tell that. And I don't want to do anything fake. Like, the main reason I started my podcast is because I I journaled. I always journaled. I always kept a journal on my MacBook. I got, like, so many notebooks around my house. Um, 
I just always have to get my feelings and my thoughts out. And that's all I say to the people, too, who are struggling with anxiety, depression, and just feeling like the weight of the world. Sometimes if I'm just writing it out, if I'm just writing it out, it don't matter how you write it. You may want to write it in a passage like a journal script. You may want to write it. You may want to turn it into a quick 16. You may want to turn it into a haiku. You know, like, it's like you have to get those emotions out. And... I just thank y'all every week for, like, listening to me and fucking rocking with me and, like, really being patient with me, honestly. And that's really what I pray for and I want every day for myself, just patience. Because, honestly, I just want everybody who I come in contact with, who I'm around, I want I want everybody to win. I want everybody to win. <clears throat> that's all. Because life is, you know, it's, it's hard enough. It's hard enough, and, you know, and I just feel like the best thing to do is to just be yourself. No matter how fucking nuts you may feel, like, do this whole podcasting journey. I wanted to quit after episode one. I cried after episode one. I cried so bad. I cried so bad. I hyperventilated. I got drunk that night because it actually was Matt's birthday. Shout out to fucking Matt. Matt, you got to come back on. That's my best friend. Uh, we need to have a conversation, actually. I miss my dog. That's my guy. He's funny as shit. He's a fellow Leo, too. He's the first day of fucking um, the Leos, July 23rd. Um, and, again, just a roundabout. I just want my friends to win. Like, I just I just want everyone to be okay, you know? Like, I don't, I don't life is a little too heavy. You know, life is heavy already. Like, we don't need to make it heavier. In my Zeke voice, I'm on A. I know, you know, that was sad for Zeke, though. I felt bad for Zeke. But we are just here. And, again, like, just thank you. Just thank you to everyone who's been supportive of me and just telling me to keep going and to, like, not stop. That's why a lot of times when I'm working out, I listen to Big Sean's, why would I stop? Nigga, why would I stop? And I love Easy by The Game and Kanye. That's actually my favorite song right now. And please go watch the first episode of Genius on Netflix. That shit is fucking good. And when you see Kanye's fucking mother, Donda West, rapping back to him her favorite verses from some shit we didn't hear, that shit made me drop a tear. Because you're you're the biggest thing is you want your parents to support you. Tonight before I recorded, my mom literally told me she's like Mia, like I support, like I love what you're doing, like you're 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 doing what makes you happy, and like I'm not disappointing her, you know. And a lot of times too, people can look at my Instagram or like look at me like on other certain things or hear me say certain things. What I say out loud, I can show my parents. I can sleep at night, like I know I'm raising a nine year old daughter, like. I live in my truth. I walk my truth every day. And I feel like that's why I'm Teflon. Because no one can, you know, pam pam me. Because I'm here and I'm not going anywhere. I felt my seat at the table and I done scooted it up. More than enough times, I done scooted it up to the table. And so now it's really time for me to take out a knife and fork and start eating. Basically. But again, too, I'm just happy that y'all rocking with me. Um... I handle, oh, I do have mediocre messiness, but the mediocre messiness, and I'm going to get into it next week, too, to go deeper. I experienced racism tonight, and um, I mean, it's, it's normal, you know, for us black people. 
you know, and look for it being Black History Month for a month we didn't ask for. Um, but yeah, I had went to a restaurant and I'll go in deeper next week. And they basically told me, my mother and my daughter, that there were no tables left when there were, in fact, tables. That shit was super messy because we were in the Fairmount section because my daughter, you know, she goes to a private school and everything. Um, we were in the Fairmount section. It was really nice out today. Um, and then, you know, we went through that and I was like, you know, we're going to go to our other spot that was down the street from there that we normally go to. And my mom was like, you know what? I wanted, I told you like, we should just came here, but why do we have to do that? Why do we have to pick and choose where we want to drink and be jovial and eat? Like me and my daughter and my mom were famished. We literally just wanted to eat. Like my mom literally was like, I just want water and I just want to eat. Like, I just want to eat. Like she had just got done work. I just got done work. And then like, she wanted me to go pick up my daughter and it's like, uh, and to, like, really not get sad because of the color of our skin. And then, like, two, I'm walking down the street trying to explain it to my daughter. So it's like, ugh. It's a lot. It's a lot. And, you know, but I keep on pressing on, keep on keeping on. But I did want to slap the spit out of her mouth. But, you know, I'm growing. I'm learning and growing. And once again, I'm so fucking happy y'all rocked out with me. And y'all been rocking out with me this long. It's fucking episode 26. I'm not here to tussle with y'all. Like, let's get real cute, you know? We gotta get cute with it. We gotta get real cute and set the vibes because I know love day is over, but it's like, uh, you should be happy. You should be just happy with life. Like, it's lit. This is the fucking city of brotherly love. It's episode 26. That's the dream of Fancy. Yeah, Drake made that too. He gave it to Drake. But Fancy is the dream song because he wrote it. But anyway, we're out. Episode 26. I'm not here to tussle. I'm just here to love up. Boom. Yeah. Um, follow me on my Instagram, www.is.podcast. Stop following my regular page. Stay out of my business, yo. Thank you. Y'all have fun. Go do something. Go have some wine. Go smoke a split. Go have some sex. Turn it up. Go ahead. She's the dream of a billion men.